Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Blog Talk Radio. I've seen it all before, baby. Don't you worry, no. I've seen it before. I've seen that look on your face. I've seen those tears behind the eyes. It's a hard place to come from when you let your guard down. Let this brother enter your private. What's up, Chip? Happy last Friday for 2016, my brother. Man, 2016 was a mother. 
dude, do they get worse or do they get better? <laughs> well, you know what? I've only been through this like once that I can recall, and I don't remember, uh, you know, the, the kind of stuff that I'm seeing now, especially the last few months. I mean, the beginning of the year didn't start out that great, but it looks like a whole lot of crazy stuff's been going on the last couple of months. I mean, from people dying to Trump becoming president, from being hacked for the Russians, and uh, you know, and then people, you know, it's it's just amazing. I mean, it's like right. it's almost yeah. surreal. Yeah, well, people, you know, like somebody said to me, well, man, you know, I was just freaking out recently about all the different people dying and so many right behind each other and significant people. And you know, the dude said to me, hey, man, it happens every year. This ain't nothing new. And I'm like, it ain't nothing new, but why does it seem so more uh, heavier now? I don't know. Well, I think the most of this be the reason why, because people of notoriety that have some infamy or some famous attributes are dying. That's why. I mean, all of us have people that die during a year that other people may not know outside of our own circle. And that's happened to me, and I'm sure it's happened to you. But when mm-hmm. we start talking about famous people, you know, the, the, the main thing that's impacted me is when I start looking at people that's dying that's a lot younger. You know, I mean, Jonathan Gabor died when she was 99 years old. Okay, she's 99 years old. I mean, you expect that. But when you hear about somebody like George Michael dying at 53, or you hear about, you know, people like Prince dying at 50. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you start hearing stuff like that, I mean, that's the thing. And we're talking about icons and people that are that have notoriety in the entertainment world and, you know, and those type of things. I mean, when you start hearing these things, that's what it is. I mean, just like the last thing that happened with Debbie Reynolds dying less than 24 hours after Carrie Fisher died. Man, you know, I mean, that that's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, the whole thing behind that, because I was, I mean, God forbid, I mean, I was not that in love with Carrie Fisher, you dig? But I did uh, really, really like Debbie Reynolds, and I did like her, uh, her whole her whole thing, and then to actually see uh, her body of work, you know, I was just, I was really impressed with that, and uh, you know, uh, just to hear her stories. I mean, she was definitely a bigger star to me than her daughter, but you know, it's it's just it it was sad. I, I you know, I guess people. What I found out is people kind of relate to people, especially if you've grown up with them and stuff like that, and. Uh, you know, and it's, but, but, but you know what? But you know what, Don is a little different now. I mean, it, it made me start thinking about that when you just started talking about Debbie Reynolds and the notoriety. I mean, we didn't have social media back when these people were big stars. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that means a lot of things that were not even revealed because if they were on the good side of of a lot of Hollywood reporters, they covered up. So just like you know, you start listening all these years later about Rock Hudson being gay. Even in Hollywood, everybody knew, but in the public, most people didn't even know about that because they covered it up. But I mean, but just just imagine the people that we have now. While all this is going on, you're hearing about Rob Kardashian with Black China and all this kind of stuff, and and, and they're going, these are the people that the millenniums are going to have as famous deaths 20, 30, 40 years from now. I mean, just to even think about that, these are people that don't even have 
any talent. They haven't accomplished anything other than being known. You know, I mean, these are people that are reality TV people, people that were created basically out of nothing. You know, they didn't, they weren't on stage. They weren't entertaining people. These are people who just got notoriety for being known. They started getting Twitter feeds and they started going on YouTube. They did sex tapes, all this kind of crap. I mean, that just proves the point of where we're going in this society nowadays. I mean, things are getting more and more shallow as we go forward. I mean, now we even got a reality TV show president. So, I mean, give me a break. Well, you know, that, that went back to what I was, I was saying. First woman president, first reality show president. His whole thing was reality show. But let me, uh, sticking with uh, Debbie Reynolds, I wanted to just mention to everybody, uh, I saw them do the, the Liberace piece on uh well on Liberace, Michael uh, Douglas uh did Liberace oh, that H B O movie. Yeah, and uh, it was great. I mean it was a little it was a little too much for me in times, but I was blown away by Michael <laughs> Douglas. Michael Douglas wore that shit out. I mean, he went all the way there, you know. And uh and so did Matt Damon, you know, it, it was very gay and uh he was a lot you know, it's just, you know, but that was Liberace's lifestyle. But as an actor, I was like, Michael Douglas got kudos, and he won like an Emmy or whatever, whatever. But I was watching, I was watching, uh, everybody was good. Rob Lowe was good. They messed up his face really good because he was supposed to be a, a surgical guy, you know, right. uh, facelift guy. And uh, then the old lady came on, and this old lady was wearing it out. But didn't recognize it. I'm like, who is the old lady? So I had to look it up. Debbie Reynolds. I'm like, yep. This is a bad girl. She was a bad girl. Right up until when she died, because she just did this a couple of years ago. So people watched that movie. It's called Behind the Candle Opera. It was a very, very, uh, very good film. Debbie Reynolds, rest in peace, was really, really good. Brother man, I just wanted to tell you. I saw Fences, okay, with Denzel Washington, okay, how fucking standing, okay. I've August Wilson, great writer, long ass monologues, but very great. But uh, the, the the I think Viola Davis is a shoe in. Uh, her performance was impeccable. The storyline about Fences, I don't know if you ever seen the play or anything, but. Uh, it's good. It's it's a it's a must see, you know. Yeah, I saw. I saw I've seen I've seen the trailers. Oh yeah, but it's even. I mean, and then after it's all over, I mean, everybody's good. Uh, Denzel's great. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I wasn't thinking Oscar with him, but then at the end of it, it's directed by Denzel Washington, and yeah. I think he should, he should get a nod. It, it's very it is very good. It's good for families. The, it's a, the women going to love it, I'm telling you. There was women talking back to the theater, fierce, you know, because of the subject matter, of course. I'm going to tell a little bit about but he has another baby by somebody else. And that's taboo in the black community, but it's real to life, you know. Uh, and, and then I was having a conversation with somebody about, you know, how... Most the general, the average family is all halves and halves, you know, 
I mean, I would say it's, it's very much up there, you know, that there's a, a child, a, you know, the father married, you already had a child step. There's a lot of step, you know, and how do people really deal with that? I don't got no brothers and sisters, biological. You know, I got or, brothers in, in the Lord and shit like that, but uh, <laughs> I... Well, you, but you know what, Don, it's just funny as you said that because one of the things I found out growing up over the years and friends and family members and stuff, back years ago, a lot of times um, if there's somebody had a child illegitimately, like say that you're, you had a sister and she had a child and she wasn't married, a lot of times the family will cover it up and make it look like that that's the mother's child and they'll cover it up because they don't want the shame to fall on the family. So a lot of times we don't really know, you know, whether all of these things are legit or not anyway, because a lot of times back then they covered it up where today they don't seem to have any shame about this. You know, you had people having kids out of wedlock and they would cover it up and make it look like it was the mother of the family that and their father had the child, even those people will look and say, that child don't look nothing like, or whatever the case may be. But, I mean, that that was a lot of the things that were done back during those times. Well, here, here's, here's what turns me out. Do you, do you have brothers and sisters? I have one sister. Okay. So I, I don't got no brothers and sisters, but I have a I would have never been able. I would have never been able to tell. Hey, don't say that shit. I'm, oh, you spoiled. Like, that's, that's the next thing that comes. That's the next thing that comes out. No, but here's the deal. Um, I have a lot of friends who have brothers and sisters, and and it fascinates me that what they get, what they say. I know they're gonna try to pull us on us, but we we gonna keep going. Uh, Fifteen minutes. Yeah. Oh, he said 15 minutes. Okay, good. Um, no, it said no. It said 90 seconds. So that means it's going to be ending in 15 minutes instead of half hour. Uh, well, we we gonna keep going till they cut us off. Damn it. All right. <laughs> okay. So well, here's my question: Is I don't I, I have a hard time processing how brothers and sisters. Damn, brothers and sisters that are grown, um, uh, they they don't talk to each other when they're grown. You know, I think if I had a, a grown brother and sister, I would talk to them constantly. And that's just in my mind because I ain't got no brothers and sisters. Well, see, yeah, you that, that, I'm telling you right now, it has a lot to do whether there was sibling rivalry, the age difference between the brothers and sisters, whether you grew up in the same household. There's a lot of differences. I mean, there's some families that the brothers and sisters are like a, almost a generation apart that they didn't really grow up together. So yeah. if they're in large families, you might have a good one the oldest kid might be 15 years older or 20 years old than the younger. So they wouldn't really have, and they probably would get a lot better than the, the ones that had the civil rivalry. So it, it all depends. I mean, you know, it's, it's you know, if you, I mean, my sister and I, we don't talk all the time. I mean, my sister's been dealing with a lot with the cancer things that she's been going in. She's a doctor. So, like, she hasn't been able to practice because of that over the last 10 years because of all of the, the problems that she's had with chemotherapy and radiation, everything else. But, you know, what the thing is, though, is that, you know, like we talk, but, you know, we're real, but we do talk. I mean, we can connect in ways that a lot of people don't. You know, like if you have certain intellectual conversations that you have with some friends and there's other friends that if you even mention certain things, it's like you're talking to the wall 
Well, with her, I don't have to pull my punches about what I need to talk about. You know, mm-hmm. I, she's able to connect with me with that. So that's something that we've developed over the years. But then you get people on the opposite end of the spectrum, too, that have mm-hmm. no relationship or they had some petty thing that happened when they were a kid that they still hold a grudge about. I mean, when I hear things like that, you know, I remember my mother talking about that she had a problem with um, one of her sisters because she didn't like her or she messed up a dress that she had when she was a kid. And I said, my mother was 50 something years old when she was telling me about this crap. And this is something that happened when she was 12 and she's still betting about it. I'm sitting there looking at her going, what the hell? Well, is that over with now? I mean, to me, like I said, you'll find a lot of petty stuff like this that a lot of people will justify as a reason not to have relationship with their siblings or whatever. You know, but I mean, it, it's 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 neither here nor there. There's no there's no um, pattern that's established that's going to say it's going to be that way. But it has a lot to do with what kind of household that they grow up in. Okay, I don't know if this. Uh... I hope we're still on the air. I don't know if they cut us or that, but there is there is definitely a discrepancy on that. But um, with that, uh, I just want to say, you know, I just wish everybody to really, you know, have a happy and safe new year. We're going to be back uh, next week with a whole new different format and uh, uh, going to expand on this project anymore. What uh, what do you have to give and say this last eve of the eve? Well, you know what? I, I'm I'm the person. I, I've been a philosopher ever since I can remember. I, I, when I was a kid, I always questioned things. I never mm-hmm. took things that people would tell me and just think that I'm going to go and say, okay, that's acceptable. I always questioned things. If you start mentioning religion to me, I'm going to ask you questions. And when you can't answer me, then I'm going to go find my own answers. So, mm-hmm. like, one of the things that I do know is this, and the reason why I say that is that I'm not an eternal optimist. I'm not somebody that believes in optimism because optimism in itself is tainted with unrealistic expectations, which basically means that when you're really optimistic, a lot of times you might be that way, but you don't really have any justification for being optimistic. I said, but I do believe in hope. And right now, this country needs a lot of hope. We are in a situation where politically, economically, uh, racially, you know, like uh, socially, we we are in a, in a situation that's unique to any other time that we've had in our history. And we have a lot of people that have a, a lot of different agendas of what they're trying to serve where I think that we have more of a collective attitude of what America and democracy meant probably 40, 50 years ago than we do now. So mm-hmm. I really think that we've gotten more divided, if anything else. So if anything, for 2017, even though I'm not optimistic about it, but I am hopeful that I hope that we're going to have our 2017 is going to go and open the eyes of a lot of the people who have been blind. The ones that have been blinded by either greed, selfishness, or whatever, to understand that when we succeed, we all succeed, which means that it's not an individual thing. It's about all of us collectively as a nation of people. And when we have that kind of mindset, then we're able to accomplish a lot more. 
I don't ever think that there's going to be a time that we're not going to have prejudice in this world. As long as there's mankind, there's going to be separation. You're going to have the rich to the poor, one color don't like the other race, religion, or whatever the case may be. So let's be realistic. For us to go and try to act like that that's going to be wiped off the face of the earth, that's not going to happen. But one thing I do know is that I go back to a song, and I wasn't a Beatles fan, but Imagine by John Lennon. If you listen to the lyrics to that song, imagine there's no country. Imagine there's no, no religion, too. Imagine all the people living, you know, as one. Just imagine that. There wouldn't be any reason to separate because everybody would love each other's brothers and sisters, no matter what race, religion, all of that stuff. You just wipe it off, and we're talking about human beings and the human race. That, to me, is the ultimate goal of what can save humanity. And whether that's going to happen or not is really up to hope. Hope. That's what it is. Keep hope alive, as Jesse says. Well, brother, I don't know. I think they pulled the wire on us. <laughs> so, They're more than likely. Yeah. But, more uh, than likely. Uh, but, we can yeah. tell by li- when we listen to the archives, we'll find out. Because, like yeah. I said, the, to when she started doing the countdown, that that was it. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know yeah. what the hell. Start. See, that's yeah. what happens when you got a British woman doing an American broadcast. Yeah. We need yeah. to get somebody that sounds like um, uh, Mariah Carey or somebody. You know? Something, something sexy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> have a happy new year to you and your wife. Um, Thank um, you, bro. I'll um, call you like maybe Wednesday and just run down everything because it'll be we might have more time. I don't know how I don't I don't I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I'm gonna do it. Okay, so uh, but you know have a good, be safe, and I will holler at you in a few. Okay, next. Okay, you, you know so you say well. Let me tell you what the, the Friday question is. You can see it when because it's gonna post a little after ten o'clock automatically. But the question that I had was for New Year's. Uh, which one of your New Year's resolutions will you not procrastinate on? Will you not procrastinate on, and you'll actually complete during 2017? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because I was gonna stop drinking soda. Uh, I wasn't gonna stop smoking. But uh, oh, I gotta think. Of, I gotta, I gotta make my list. I don't know. Okay, brother. Five All right, bro. I'll get back. All right, All right man. Thank you. Okay, All bro. Right. All right. Okay.